Hey beautiful people, it's Deron here. Um, today's gonna be a little bit different. What we're gonna do today, um, I'm actually gonna have a guest speaker that I'm gonna inter interview while we're here. Um, actually, it's one of my friends here from work. His name is Will Sebastian. What's up y'all, how's it going? <laughs> um, what's crazy is I, I met Will at the end of 2017. Um, and we actually didn't really talk about God at all, like in the, the very beginning. It was just really about work and about life more than anything. Um, but why, why was that? I, I, was, just, I don't know. I was pretty raw then. I was pretty raw. Like I said, that was, that was the, like, I was on the brink of sobriety at that time. We didn't talk a whole lot about God. I didn't, I don't, I've never really talked a whole lot about God until recently. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of, kind of, uh, talk about um the whole sobriety ordeal and yeah. how and what god has done for you in your life so man i've always so since i can remember you know high school messing around with drugs and stuff like that was never really that big of a deal it was more for fun than anything uh and then you get out in the life real world stuff like that you know um and it became at some point it became a part of life mm. you know what i'm saying like it wasn't it wasn't just for fun anymore um and I struggled with that on and off. I mean, I had good times, I had some bad times, uh, but it all it all really came to an end in 2017. That's when it ended, September. So what what really changed for you? Like, how did that transition happen? You know what? You know what? You know what it was. So it, I lost my grandpa in October. Well, hold up, I should probably run. The, what initiated my sobriety was my girlfriend at the time told me, hey, you got to stop this or we're done for good. And so I just planned on like every other addict just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I've just right. got to convince her. I got to stay sober long enough to convince right. her I'm fine. Then I can go back to living my life. Well, uh, that was the plan. And then uh, it was I want to say it was the end of October. Um, my grandfather passed. And this is like changed the way I looked at, I don't I, I don't know what you would want to call it, like heaven and earth and the connection in between and everything like that. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So like when, when my grandpa passed, it was, uh, it's like I couldn't hide it from him anymore, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could always <laughs> go behind my grandpa's back and, and get high or run around and do this, but then when he was gone, I did not feel like he was gone. <laughs> I very much, still to this day, feel like he knows, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and that he looks out for me, but regardless that he knows what I'm doing. And so that that was like, I, I can't do that anymore. I can't, you know, it's like right. doing it in front of your grandpa. I can't, right. I couldn't do it. Um, and then I find out my daughter was on the way a month or so after that. And I've been sober, it's 2020. Yeah, yeah. It's August 2020. I'm getting ready to go on, what is that, three years? Three years, yeah. Three yeah. years of sobriety. <laughs> so, like, all right, so when you transitioned over to sobriety, like, did you join a church? Like, what changed for you uh, spiritually? Man. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I've been, I've been to church on and off since, since I was a boy, but I've never had anything like, I don't know, um, I've never stuck to church. I've just never stuck to it or stuck with it rather. Um, and uh, when my grandpa died, I knew there was God. <laughs> right. I knew there was a God. And when I when he died, I knew there was a heaven. Right. 
because I have not felt without his presence. So that was the only way I could rationalize that feeling in depth. But I, I, I can't explain it, you know what I mean? And, and I, as you know, I'm still uh, early on this journey uh, with God right now. But um, I don't know, man. So all right, kind of fast forwarding a little bit um, over time like talking with you and um just hearing your experiences um there was one in one experience that you had in particular that really grabbed my attention um and it was a, a ride in to work one morning you know um so kind of giving y'all yeah. a background of of where we are now um i will go back to the back will works in shipping and what I would do is for at least like 30 minutes out of my day, spend time with shipping, because shipping is a huge part of my job as a production coordinator. So, you know, I gotta make sure things are in order. I gotta make sure things are right so that shipping doesn't have an issue when it comes down to um, pushing the parts out the door. So I would go and kick it back there. and We'll just talk about life and all these different aspects. And what God started doing with me um, the past couple of months was he would give me things to tell well. So it was whether it was encouragement, whether it's to speak peace over his life, whether it's to release love on him. He was basically learning um, a deeper in depth who God was as 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 a being. It talking. turned into fellowship. Right. Like we, we have <laughs> fellowship like every day, man. It just turned into sharing God and like his word. I mean, like you have all the weapons, you know what I mean? You got all the scripture, like everything whenever i'm wondering or curious mm -hmm. about like why why is god putting this in my heart or why am i feeling this way and then dervon will bust out some scripture and be like that's why and i'm like oh <laughs> man that's crazy i mean but at the end of the day i mean i've i've never always been this way i mean it it Come, it boils down to relationship. You know, the more and more you spend time with God, the more and more uh, you grow. That's just simple. You know, you just keep growing. You keep learning more. And the more and more I learned about God is the more and more I learned about myself. Um, and knowing that identity is a huge part um, with being a man, like him showing me like, okay, Dervon, this is who you are. Dervon, this is what I need you to do. Dervon, this is what I created you to do. Yeah. Just, like it was just, it was strategically how he placed it. And it didn't matter uh, what I was going through at the time, he always had a plan for me. Mm -hmm. He had a way of escape. He always had a plan. Even if I chose to do the wrong thing, he still had a plan like, hey, yeah. this is what I want you to do. You know, it's okay you made a mistake here. This is why I justify you. This is why I died for you because at the end of the day, you're gonna make mistakes. Yeah. As long as you're in this thing called flesh, this body called flesh, we're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna make mm -hmm. bad choices. Even as Christians, even as believers, we're gonna make those uh, mistakes. But he always reassures us yeah. that I'm here to justify you. That's why I keep I keep finding myself asking asking myself like why me? You know what I mean? Because you're talking about that ride into work, and I'll tell you I'll tell you right now, folks. About three weeks ago, I'm driving into work, and uh, you know I got a lot going on in my life right now. Um, the mother of my child and I we separated. You know at the beginning of COVID. Uh, you know I've been through you know some financial hardships and um, really just kind of uh, getting acclimated to this new lifestyle um, of co-parenting and not having my daughter with me every day um, and I just went into this anxious fit you know what I mean just worry and fear and anxiety just overcame me and I'm driving down the highway and it's all I can think about is everything that I can't control everything that's going wrong in my life and 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 in a moment, it's like everything in my mind just went quiet. And I heard three words. I've got you. 
<laughs> in a voice that I have never heard. Like, it was just so calming and peaceful and quiet and subtle yet intense. And it was just like, I've got you. And I knew right then I just heard the voice of God tell me he's got me. Every drop of fear, every every bit of anxiety, <laughs> everything that I was feeling was washed out of my body in an instant. instant. Ah! <laughs> Gone. It's just so awesome because, like, I remember when I first heard those words from God. Um, pri- matter of fact, it, it was, those weren't the first words. The first words he said to me that I heard clearly, it was crazy. It was I was taking an MIT class, um, ministers in training mm-hmm. class, and this was like I think it was like 2013, 2014, and around the time I was taking the class, it was my birthday, and I was working third shift, so I'm super tired. Uh, and I'm leaving straight from work. So working a 10 hour shift and going straight to class, mm-hmm. like tired, I was exhausted. So we're in class and it's my birthday and I'm just like sitting there, I'm listening, I'm hearing it, but I'm fighting sleep. And out of the blue, it was like a still calm voice and the still calm voice said, happy birthday. I burst out into tears so quick. I was like, what hold on wait a yeah. minute like i've heard of people uh saying that god speaks to them but i've never experienced it no, for myself yeah. now has he done it through things yeah absolutely he's done it um in ways where you know uh he's done it through people or he's done it through things like oh that that has to be god right but this particular time or whatnot i was like wow god like told me happy birthday like that that's, so, awesome. that's huge that's like, so awesome. it's huge he's so great you know he's but fast forward to uh i got you i was yeah. going through um a breakup a really bad breakup and um through that breakup um i got to a really low place and in this low place i was like having suicidal thoughts mm. and with these suicidal thoughts i started to give in yeah been and there been there it was like after my surgery i had months prior to that and i still had these pills and i think it was viking i believe and um i went over to the pill bottle and i'm like i'm gonna take these and i'm gonna end my life and i started researching on on google and you research how to kill yourself Uh or anything like that yeah immediately at the top it gives you the uh the hotline hotline. like hey you need to hit this up (laughs) so i 1-800 call god (laughs) (laughs) so i i end up um researching it and literally it said you had to take at least 12 pills or more to have a lethal dose so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm going to take 12 pills and I'm just going to end it all. 